Welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, just wanted to do a little NFL podcast weekend review after the whole crazy week of of the first week of free agency and all these trades going on. Holy crap. So let's talk about Cleveland first, uh, getting Deshaun Watson and also Amari Cooper this week. I don't think that really helps them too much to get over that hump. Um, Baker Mayfield has played hurt, hurt a lot, and I think he was a good quarterback for that system. Uh, Deshaun Watson's, you know, is a little higher caliber of a quarterback, and it doesn't sound like he's going to get suspensions. Might have to pay a fine, but he even got that worked out to where Cleveland pays his fine for him. That's fucking nuts. Then, uh, wide receiver wide, we got Amari Cooper and Donovan Peoples-Jones still. So, you still let go of Jarvis Landry. Like, I think Cooper and Landry would have been a good fit together. But then you're going to let Landry, then you're just going to wave Landry. That's crazy, because now you're just left with Peoples-Jones and Cooper, and I don't think that really helped your team out much either. Then you still got your tight end of David Njoku and Harrison Bryant, so you don't have... um, you don't have Austin Hooper anymore. Like, again, I don't think there was a whole lot of... I think Cleveland's relying on Deshaun Watson coming in and pulling a, pulling a Matt Stafford. That's what I think they're actually planning on doing. So, I give that gr- that trade... Uh, now you get... Oh, uh, I give that trade grade of getting Watson for all those first-rounders a, a C at best. Then you got Baker Mayfield, and basically he said, I want to be traded. And the the Browns said, no, we're not going to do that. as <laughs> denied his trade request. So now you're left with Watson and Mayfield on your roster. And so you're going to just leave a disgruntled quarterback on your roster the entire time? I don't know. And then you don't want to trade him to the AFC, which kind of makes sense. But if you trade him to Indianapolis, you only have to play him in the playoffs. Like... Who cares? <laughs> Trade him. Then you have the AFC West that just went bonkers. Holy crap. The only team that didn't do anything was the Chiefs, and all they did was get Juju Schuster Smith. Junior Smith Juju Smith Schuster is all they did to help out that receiving core. But they did lose Brian Pringle. I mean it's an upgrade. So you're gonna have Tyreek Hill and Hardman and Smith Schuster and then Kelsey. So I guess upgrade there, but you lose. But you haven't done anything on the defensive side of the ball. You still have. I mean, you let the honey badger go, and you haven't fixed your inside linebacker problem with Anthony Hitchens still out there on the free agent line uh, list. So Chiefs defense is still going to be a little suspect. You got the Chargers who are like, yeah, we we got a pretty good offense, so we're just going to go out there and get Khalil Mack and fleece the fleece the freaking bears i mean how you gonna get how how the bears gonna give up a first round pick and a few other picks for khalil Mack, and then when the chargers come knocking on your door you're just gonna give them away for a fifth and a sixth kind of crap is that whoever thought of whoever thought that trade was gonna be a good idea is not there and then you got bosa right there with them so you got Mack and bosa they're just gonna you know, rush in, so you got pass rushers. I still don't think you have really good back-end secondary, so, again, you upgraded to one position, but you're still hurting in others, and you haven't got solved that problem yet. Then you got the Broncos. Got the Broncos going out there and getting Russell Wilson. Like, 
okay, cool. I'm proud of you. What do you get Russell Wilson, guys? But who's he going to throw the ball to? I mean, I've already said this once before. Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton's not Tyler Lockett and DJ DK Metcalf. Like, he doesn't have anybody to throw the ball to. But, hey, they did get they actually did get some defensive help by getting Randy Gregory, who stiffed the, stiffed the Cowboys, all because of language and a contract. I guess when you uh, get suspended by the league for smoking weed, you kind of look at that contract language pretty seriously. So good, good for him though. I mean, when you go get that seventy mil from the Broncos. Speaking of a Bronco, former Bronco Von Miller gets a six-year, hundred and twenty million dollar from the Buffalo Bills. Uh, excuse me, Buffalo, but just what were you thinking there, dude's thirty-two years old. Yeah, I, I get it. He it does it. It's, it could be voided after three years, but you're gonna pay the man still fifty-nine million dollars for three years, and he wasn't even the best rusher. On the Rams last year. I even And you can find that out when I broke down the Super Bowl preview, crying out loud. Like, I had some guy on Twitter trying to get try to tell me how great Von Miller is. And I'm just like, bro, have you looked at his stats? Like, no, he's not that good. Thank you very much. I mean, he's not Von Miller of, like, 27-year-old Von Miller. You're getting 33-year-old Von Miller. Let me tell you, there's a huge difference. Homie's only got, yeah, he had nine and a half sacks with the Rams and the Broncos last year, but still, I mean, you're getting him at 33, and you're going to pay him till he's 36. Like, legit, pay him till thir- he's 36. Who does that? Apparently, if you're Buffalo Bills, that's what you do. I mean, they have a really good secondary, so yeah, and then you also got to try to get that front end locked down, but... Von Miller is not your guy to do that. Like, spread that money around, get some replace, get some, like depth up there no well, i don't know and the whole beef started on twitter in the first place because i said josh allen wasn't a top wasn't a top five quarterback like i'm sorry i don't think he's as i'm a huge josh allen fan but i don't think he's gonna duplicate what he did last year he's gonna fall back he's not gonna be a top and then we're talking about fantasy fantasy quarterbacks too by the way we're not even like really like stringent stats i mean like, where do you think he's going to fit in as a fantasy? Who's your top five fantasy quarterbacks? And I didn't had list Josh Allen and then pissed off this Buffalo Bill fan that just starts coming into my comments about all, about how the Buffalo Bills upgraded the Von Miller and their defense is pretty good and blah, blah. And I'm like, bro, calm down, man. Like, Josh Allen's not going to be a top 10. Is going to be a top 10 QB still next year. Yes. Is he going to be gonna be a top five no i'm sorry but when you got Derek Carr, that's gonna be throwing to renfro and waller and adams and like and brian edwards getting year three now like he's got weapons there i mean that dude's not gonna go over there and be a slouch either i have Carr as a top th- top four top four fantasy QB next year because he's going to throw the ball around like thank you I mean and then you got still got they still got a factor in John Watson I know he's going to come into this Brown situation but they're going to basically have him throw the ball around you got Lamar Jackson still who's going to run the ball still I mean he's still got Mahomes you got Aaron Rodgers that's going to throw the ball around even though he's got no wide receivers so like I don't know where this guy was coming from but apparently he's a huge Bills fan so I found that out so back to now let's get to the Raiders of this AFC West because the Raiders like defense 
shit, we got defense. We got we're gonna bring in Chandler Jones. We'll bring in Brandon Bolden. We're gonna bring in Rocky Asin. We're gonna bring you know we're gonna beef up that defense a little bit. We're gonna release Nassib. We're gonna release Littleton. We're gonna get rid of Kowalski. So yeah. But, hey, guess what we're going to do? We're going to bring in the best wide receiver in the league in Devontae Adams to play with our quarterback, who just happened to be college uh, – who you have to be his college football coach or football QB as well. So, if you want to see a good – a really good team, go watch that Fresno State 2013 team. Like, that team was legit good. And now you got Josh McDaniels, who's an office offensive – mind like crazy and definitely i'm pretty sure he learned his lessons from being the whole tim tebow experience there in denver (laughs) to become your head coach and as much as i don't like josh mcdaniels i sure do like him now i don't like dave ziggler either until now i mean they're raiders heck yeah once you put once you become black and silver and black you never go back son so raiders gonna left scoreboard next year i don't care what y'all say Derek carr is gonna be right there flinging the ball around guess what his average yards per per reception just went from 6.9 yards to 8.3 that's and then you got D- mr first down in renfro like third in renfro here we go i mean waller hopefully he gets healthy and he can stretch the field out too like that afc west is going to be wide open but the raiders are going to take it the raiders are going to take is going to win that division Chiefs are going to fall back a little bit because they already started to this year. They didn't. They haven't boosted up their defense. The Chargers boosted up their defense, but ha- with Khalil Mack, but haven't really solved anything else. The Broncos just got Russell Wilson, and everybody thought that's just the that's just going to take the cake. And I'm sorry, but that's not what's going to happen. All right. So the Mister Raiders and. Al Davis is going to be walking in, or Mark Davis, Al Davis, no. Mark Davis is going to be start walking into the owner's means like Frazier, like like Cosmo Kramer on Seinfeld's walking around in a pimp suit all over New York. So that's going to be great. And I have yet to figure out what the heck's going on with these dolphins and their, and their situation. I mean... Yeah, Stephen Ross has got a new court, got a new coach, you know, but you have a running back already on Miles Gaskin, right? I mean, that's your running back, and then you're going to bring in Raheem Mossert, which I understand McDaniel's bringing him. I understand, you know, new head coach bringing him in because that's what he's going to do. Like he wants a guy that knows his system, okay? But you still have Gaskin, who's easily a top twenty running back. And then, so you got Raheem Mossert coming in, and then you're also going to bring in Chase Edmonds? Like, where were the, Cardinal, where were the Arizona Cardinals on che- keeping Chase Edmonds? Like, they don't have a running back at the time, because I think even Connor's a free agent right now. So, so where, so where are you going to put all these running backs there, Miami? I mean, your running back's room can't be that big, right? I'm sure it's not. And then you already had Ahmed there, and you already had Malcolm Brown. Like, that running back's room is pretty damn full, and you don't have any wide receivers. So, let me know when you get some wideouts, because that really helped too, uh, more than 14 running backs. Next up is we're going to talk about Green Bay real quick. I mean, what the Packers do? Like, oh, hey, we brought Aaron Rodgers. We talked Aaron Aaron Rodgers to coming back for another three years at $151 million. 
But then Devontae Adams says, I ain't signing that franchise tag. And then the Raiders are like, hey, we'll give you a first and second round pick this year. And they're like, all right, sounds good to me. I'll take that. Since Adams isn't going to play with this anymore. Like, the Raiders just fleeced. The Raiders fleeced the Packers just as much as the Chargers fleeced the the Bears in that Devontae Adams deal. Like, what were they thinking? And you give up the best wide receiver in the league for a first round and a second round, which equals only to being the 13th pick in the draft anyway, if you add the two together. Like, I'm, I mean, as a Raiders fan, I'm going to take it. I'm going to love it, Devontae Adams as a Raider, as a Raider for the next three years at least because he can opt out in three years. But... Hey, then looking at his contract, he gets a $20 million roster bonus next year. So he's only making $3 million base salary this year. So, I mean, that's pretty dirt cheap to me. And the Packers, who are you going to throw the ball to? Alan Lazard? Mark uh, Mal, uh, Valdez Scantling? Like, those guys drop, drop balls worse than stone hands on uh, unnecessary roughness, for crying out loud. Or unnecessary roughness, you know the movie from the '90s with Scott Balkia with uh, Scott um, Sinbad and Kathy Ireland, you know about the North Dallas college squad. Yeah, if you haven't seen that movie, you should really check it out. It's really freaking good, and it's funny. And then and then you got Jacksonville. Okay, so last team we're going to talk about today on this little 15 minute rant that I got going on is. The Jacksonville Jaguars. Here's a team that was like, yeah, you know, uh, we got senior Urban Meyer here. And he didn't really work out too well. So we're going to bring in Doug Peterson now. And we're going to bring in Trent Balky as our head coach and GM. And then we got Trevor Lawrence here. So we got a first pick of the draft. So, you know what we're going to do? We got Travis Eaton coming back off injury. We got James Robinson already. That's pretty good. Oh, hey, you know, maybe we should get some wide receivers. So, we go out and get Zay Jones and Christian Kirk. I'm sorry, but that's a pretty good, those are a couple good pickups. Like, that team's, you throw Christian Kirk out there, who's probably one of the best slot receivers this year, right behind Hunter Renfro. And even stepped up when Hopkins was at, when Hopkins was hurt. Now, everybody thought Rondell Moore was going to take over for the Cardinals, and Christian Kirk kept him in check. So you get Christian Kirk, you got Marvin Jones, you got Zay Jones, you got Chenault. Like, this is a pretty good receiver core that the Jaguars have. Then you throw in your tight ends, you got Dan Arnold and Evan Ingram. Like, I'm sorry, Evan Ingram, thank you. Like, I'll appreciate that. I mean, you lost Miles Jacks, but that's okay. He went to the Steelers. Um, you also get our guard and Brandon Scherf, like Sheriff, like how this team's going to be a contender in the AFC South. I mean, you got, you don't have to worry about Houston. Tennessee's pretty much stood, stand, stood pat. I mean, they did trade, uh, for Robert Woods today, which by the way, the LA were the Los Angeles Rams were like, Hey, Bobby trees. Hey, thanks for tearing your ACL, but you know, we're going to bring in Allen Robinson and then we'll just ship you off. So have a great day. Thanks. Here's your Super Bowl ring on the way out. Like, I get it. It's business, but Ryan Tannehill is going to love, love, uh, good old Bobby trees there in Tennessee. He's going to fit right next to fit nice, right next to AJ Brown, better than Julio Jones did. And probably stay a lot more healthier since he's only before that ACL injury. He only missed one game. So again, like 
so the Jaguars, the, the Colts don't have a quarterback right now, and it doesn't sound like Baker Mayfield is going to go to Indianapolis as much as that makes sense. But the Browns are going to hold that deal up because they're the Browns. Then you got Tannehill and Derrick Henry up in Tennessee. So, yeah, the Jaguars very much could be in the hunt for a playoff spot this year. And if not this year, then definitely next year. Or this, you know, not 20, if not in this coming up year, but definitely 2023. They could definitely be in the, in the spot for a playoff spot. So, I don't know. That's all I got. It's a real quick 17 minutes of podcast. Hey, as always, uh, hit that follow button on whatever you're listening on. Be it Apple Music, Amazon Music, Spotify, Overcast. Uh, I'm on Good Podcast now. Um, so, yeah, we're all, all out there. Um, always hit that follow button and always make sure you hit the notifications so that way you always get updated when I drop a new new episode because this week is going to be a lot. It's going to be a lot of episodes this week. We're going to be dropping seven episodes, not counting this one, this week starting Monday. It's going to be all Major League Baseball, so I'm pretty sure all my non-baseball fans are going to be like, you know, we're going to tune that out. But you shouldn't tune that out at all. Baseball is a very popular sport within this country. And I understand that there was a lockout. And I understand that pissed some of you guys off. And you guys want to try to blame the players for the owners being greedy. But that that's the way it is. Okay? The owners are greedy, greedy little bastards. That's all there is to it. Okay? The players are just trying to get a bigger chunk of the pie. Let them have their big chunk of the pie for once in a while. Alright? Let's, let's just... Can't we all just sing Kumbaya around a bonfire and get along? I mean, that wouldn't be... Wouldn't that be nice if owners and players just got along for more than five years? Every time there's a CBA that's up? That'd be awesome. So, follow me on Twitter, at one guy with a mic. Follow me on TikTok, one guy with a mic. Uh, last time I checked before I let this out, I was 175 followers short on TikTok of getting 1,000. So, you know what the rule is on that. Whoever follows me on TikTok and Twitter, the first live we do... We're getting shout outs to everybody. I don't care if it's, I don't care if I have to, if I'm shouting out 200, 200 names, bro, y'all getting a shout out. As always, find me on my website at anchor.fm backslash chads hyphen cane three. That'd be awesome because you can go there and let's uh, donate to the, to the support of this podcast. I'm trying to get, hey, I got a streaming room to build boys and girls. Okay. So I mean, and all you super fans out there of this podcast, uh, that'd be awesome if you guys help me with that. Cause then you, cause then I get a stream camera and y'all can see this beautiful face. So let's make that happen. Um, what else do I got going on? Not a whole lot of anything else after that. So enjoy your night, enjoy your day, enjoy whatever day you be listening to this to, um, whether it's Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, man, it's all have a great day. You know, peace, love and hair grease. But I, I go back to my NFL end of the year review is last game of the year. You need to win to get in the playoffs. You hand the ball off to Jonathan Taylor. Like I understand Carson Wentz is a as a good as a quarterback, but you hand the ball off to Jonathan Taylor. Now, so you got Stafford that's thrown two thousand more yards, but again, that's the offense. That's the <coughs> excuse me. That's the offense. That's the that's the play type. You got different things. Indianapolis really doesn't have wide receivers. I mean, you got Zach Pascal, You had Ty Hilton. You had some tight ends. But you're pretty much Jonathan Taylor is going to be your offense. Right? Right. So, now, Wentz is traded again to Washington. Right? Because, allegedly, he can't get along in the locker room. My guess is he was probably calling out the play calling 
and wanted the ball be the throw, throw the ball more. Hence the reason why in the last game of the year he threw the ball more than he had thrown any other game of the entire year. And you're playing the Jacksonville Jaguars, so then you trade him away. You bring in Matt Ryan, by the way, who is older than dirt, and I will you know, and had more. He had the same amount of pressures. He had the same amount of pocket time as 2018 Matt Ryan as he did this year. And yet his stats went considerably down because guess what? Matt Ryan's getting old, folks. I don't know if you know this, but Matt Ryan's is an old dude. Like he's starting to slow down. Matt Ryan should just retire. He should just hang it up. Just retired already. Just say, see ya. I'm done. Thanks. Thanks for the thanks for the career, guys. But no, he's going to go to Indianapolis. Indianapolis is going to try to run him out there. I mean, and it, it's not going to it's not going to turn out well. I mean, they still don't have any wide receivers. You got Michael Pittman Jr. and Ty Hilton because Zach Pascal signed elsewhere as a free agent. So, and I don't think Pittman Jr. is that great of a quarter. I don't think Pittman is that great of a wide receiver. So you're going to trade Carson Wentz for Matt Ryan? Yeah, that makes smart. That makes a lot of sense. Jeez. So, and then you got Jim Ursay coming out, Ursay coming out and saying that Carson Wentz idea was a bad decision. Like he about made you to the playoffs, bro. Just saying. I bet you Washington with Carson Wentz and Ron Rivera as the head coach, who's a no nonsense head coach. Washington and with the Cowboys defense being being uh, losing players and that offense losing some players because they don't have Amari Cooper, they don't have Cedric Wilson. I really think that Washington. I said that I thought last year Washington is going to win the East. Okay, I still think the Washington can win that win the East division, and I think they'll do it again this. And I think they will do that this year. Okay. All right. So Carson Wentz, Matt Stafford, about the same, right? Right. Not really. I mean, eye test tells you different, correct? If you go with the eye test, it's completely different. <coughs> All right. The last set of quarterbacks. Here we go. <coughs> now, this one's going to be a little bit more off because one QB's got more um, starts than the other, but that's okay. All right. QBA has 61 starts, 39 and 21, 1,245 completions, a 62.3 completion percentage. 14,114 yards, 103 TDs, QB rating of a 91, 46 INTs, and been sacked 118 times. And he has 31 rushing TDs. Wow, 31 rushing TDs? Uh, Can we say QB1 for... Can we say he's a QB1 this year, top five quarterback uh, for in the draft this year for fantasy? I would say with those rushing numbers... With the with that rushing TD record, yes, I would for the last three years. That means for the last three, four seasons, he's averaging over seven rushing touchdowns a year. Holy Hannah! All right, quarterback B, forty games started. He's twenty six and fourteen as a starter. Only seven hundred seventy seven hundred seventy seven completions on eleven hundred forty six attempts. Sixty seven point eight completion percentage. Ninety six. 1,002 yards, 
59 passing TDs, and a rating of a 98.7. He's only been sacked 33 times. And he has four rushing TDs. Now, like I said, this one's a little bit of a harder comparison because the other one's got 21 games on him. But here we go. Let's see if you can think about it. All right. Oh, and both QBs were in the playoffs this past year. I'll throw that out there. And one made it to the one made it to the NFC Championship game, and the other lost in the AFC Division Null game, right? Yes, that is correct. Lost in the AFC Division Divisional round. All right, so here you go. Tell me who it is. I'm pretty sure you probably guessed quarterback B, but that's okay because there's only two in that game, and we've already talked about one. <laughs> so there's your there's your obvious giveaway. All right, do be do be do be do do ba do ba do ba do. All right, uh, quarterback A is Josh Allen, and quarterback B is obviously Jimmy Garoppolo. Again, Jimmy Garoppolo is getting a shaft out there in San Francisco with all the rumors around. Should be a starting quarterback somewhere. Should definitely be able to lead a team. I think those his passing his passing's down just because Kyle Shanahan doesn't want him passing the ball. I mean, when you have, for the last three years, the Niners have been basically been trying to run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. And I think that's because... Shanahan is trying to prove something about that Super Bowl loss when he was up 28-3 to against Tom Brady and didn't just run the ball. That's all he had to do was just run the ball and he wouldn't have won a Super Bowl. But no, he gets Matt Ryan out there and they throw 54 passes in the second half because they're complete morons. And now as a head coach, he doesn't even pass the ball barely. It's always run, 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 run. And you have the best, one of the best tight ends in the, in the league. And then you have Debo Samuel and you have Brandon Ayuk. Like, come on, people. Like, and Jimmy Garoppolo is a good quarterback. Like, jeez. But uh, note on Josh Allen, I don't have him finishing as the top five quarterback this year um, because I think that um, Mahomes and Rodgers and Derek Carr and uh, Lamar Jackson – and um, hey, maybe top five. Yeah, I don't think Russell Wilson makes top five. So yeah, we'll throw Josh Allen as the, yeah. I'd say Josh Allen finishes at number five in the QBs. So definitely think he should be the first quarterback off the board in your draft. Um, and also definitely think that he should finish as a top five QB, if he, especially if he continues to get the uh, rushing touchdowns that he's been getting lately. This last three years, if he continues that seven pace, I mean, that's that's an extra, what, 42 points right there? Yeah, six points for a touchdown, 42 points right there. Then he's thrown an average in, then he's averaging about 24, yard, 24 passing touchdowns a year. So, to only almost around 12 INTs. Yeah, I'd, I would say uh, make Josh Allen that, that first QB off the board. I want to take him in the first round, folks. Do not take Josh Allen in the first round. Okay? Take him in the second. Be smart, people. You go running back first round is what you go. Unless you're in a PPR league, then you go wide receiver. But you do not go quarterback first pick. 
Alright? Only you freaking noobs out there that need fantasy advice, wait till the summer because we're going to have a huge fantasy breakdown of all the positions and it's going to be grand. Okay? So, Jimmy Garoppolo is getting screwed over in San Francisco. I don't think... And... It's just, and he's had surgery done, so he's not going to be ready till training camp. And what are you going to do? Trade him midseason? I don't think that pulls off. I think you're going to keep. I don't think Mayfield. I don't think Mayfield gets traded at any time, and I don't think Garoppolo gets traded at any point in time either. Just saying. And that's going to suck for both those guys because they both should be starting QBs in the NFL. I mean, they're both better than Zach Wilson, Daniel Jones, Sam Darnold, like uh, broke down Jameis Winston and. In New Orleans, and whoever the heck the the Texans are going to throw out there at quarterback for crying out loud, either either Sims or Allen or whoever, like, and or they, one of them should be starting over Jared Goff in Detroit. Like I said, Matthew Stafford to Detroit. That's what I want. I want Matthew Stafford and the D baby. That's what I want. I want him and Dan Campbell to get together and just run that run that NFL North NFC North because. Again, a pissed off Baker Mayfield is going to be magical. All right. So, what else we got about my NFL rant? Um, my Raiders folks are winning the AFC West. Hands down. We won the offseason. We're winning the AFC West. Why do I say we're going to win that? Well, the, well, hey, one guy. Uh, the Chiefs still have Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. But he's throwing to Juju Schuster Smith, Smith Schuster, and MVS. Like, give me a break. Like, who he's going to throw the ball to mostly, anyways? Kelsey. Like, come on. Oh, and if the Raiders get Mathau, that, and Gilmore, which they still have money to do, they still can afford to get both. That secondary is going to be unbelievable. Like, the Raiders have made the most moves on both sides of the ball more than anybody else in either in the league. They got better on defense. They got better on offense. As soon as you get the number one wide receiver, I don't care who you are, you are now way better on offense. Because guess what? Brian Edwards, as much as I love the kid, is now your fourth option, which is fine. He's going to be your second guy on the outside. You're going to have Renfro in your slot. You're going to have Waller at tight end, who, by the way, I'm sure McDaniels is going to line him up, you know, in four wide receiver sets because homie can play wide receiver. The dude is fast. And then you got running backs of, of, um, Josh Jacobs and Kenyon Drake. Like that's a two headed monster in that backfield. People don't understand. And then Derek Carr all has only improved every year. Now it's a new system, everything else, but Derek Carr is a smart cat. He will get it figured out. He'll get it done. So Raiders are winning the West. I'm mark it down. Put money on it. Send it to this. Send it to the bookies. All right, man. And then oh, we can't. Let's finish up with the big news of of the day or, or of the week. Tom Brady decides to come out of retirement. Bruce Arians decides to go to the front office so that way Todd Bowles can become head coach. Awesome move on his part. Bruce Arians, that was, you know, I understand Brady not coming back. I understand Brady retired. Then you don't make that move because you don't want to give, 
one of your coordinators, either Bulls or Leftwich, a you know you don't want to give either one of them a bad team to have that to really get whitewashed again in the NFL by those guys. Like the same thing, you know, with because Bulls up in New York. Bulls was a good coach, is a good head coach. He just had a crappy Jets team. Uh, I think Byron Leftwich should be a head coach somewhere. For real, a great offensive coordinator. So I think with those two continuing to be offense, head coach and offensive coordinator, it's going to be huge. Um, let's see what the Buccaneers do. They got Godwin. They got Evans. They got Russell Gage now. Um, and Russell Gage is going to be a way better slot receiver than Antonio Brown was. So, yeah, I think that that Tampa Bay team is going to win the NFC South because you got the Panthers. You got the Falcons, and you got the Saints. And you have the Falcons with Mariota as the quarterback right now, and you have the Saints with a broke-down Winston and a backup is Taysom Hill. Like, And then you got Carolina with Sam Darnold. Your best player is McCaffrey, and that's if he doesn't get hurt. Like, come on, people. So, yeah, I think the Buccaneers win that south. Tom Brady, he's just like, uh, yeah, I've, you know, I really miss football, folks. Guess I'm not really, not really going to give it up. Uh, I got home and, you know, dealing with uh, trying to do math homework is way harder than trying to read defenses, even though Tom Brady's a smart guy. So, I mean, he hasn't been in the league for 23 years for nothing, right? And still playing at the year age of ripe old age of 44, 43, 44, whatever. So, yeah, 